0: Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. I'm Miss Shannon. Thanks for joining us for Be Our Geek, your podcast here on the Podcast One Network. Joined, as always, with my good friend Jayton Satia, the Executive Director of the Twin Cities Film Fest, as we broadcast live from the Twin Cities Film Fest studios. What's up, Jay?
1: I'm good. I'm still digging this beat. This is (laughs) great. Good job, Shannon. Thank Good you job. very much.
0: It is my job to uh, uh, curate the theme music for our Be BR Geek, our podcast here. And so I was very proud of myself for finding that one. So I'm glad that you approved. Because I, I meant to run it past you preemptively. When,
1: when have you run anything past me before you actually threw it up on the air? Well,
0: I'm just trying to say the plan is usually to throw it past you. That just does not normally come to the fruition. The thought. <laughs> that counts yes exactly <laughs> we're my will was got mine melded or whatever yeah we're like we're so i know like what you're like thinking the whole one. time yeah thank you very much so thanks for everybody for joining us out there again we are be our geek where we uh cover all of the uh pop culture goodness out there through a geek lens we also have a special guest geek on every episode that talks about something that they are super passionate about today we're going to be joined by a new friend of mine comedian actor all things extraordinary dean edwards will be with us and we're going to actually talk Talk about some Star Wars. Oh, well, uh, I thought goodness. he was all about crocheting. No, we didn't find a crocheting geek yet. <laughs> now, That's yeah, I, coming it, up. So no, no, no so I do that too. <laughs> 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 We've been waiting for that. We've been waiting for that. But before we get to talking about all of the Star Wars ge- goodness, Dean, we are going to cover uh, a couple of our things as we move into um, the summer movie season. Mm-hmm. We have a couple of things we have to cover, and you might have some opinions on this as well, Dean. So two of the ones that we wanted to talk about um, coming up for very different reasons, Jaden. Uh, so first a movie that I think was years and years and years in the waiting. A lot of us uh, who were big fans of the original Incredibles wanted to get ready for this one, and now finally coming out, Incredibles 2. Did you wash your hands with soap?
1: Did you dry them?
2: What? Is this all vegetables? Who wanted all vegetables? I did so are we going to talk about it what the
1: elephant
0: in the room what elephant
1: mom's new job Time.
0: Incredibles 2 coming soon to theaters all across the country, and I think that we are all in this room right now, big fans of the first Incredibles movie. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. definitely.
3: Yeah. Super fan. Yeah. I, I uh, I'll give a little tidbit. I actually, um, I, I was looking for my phone because I was going to show you my YouTube playlist. I've been playing the um, the, the Chronos, uh, uh, Chronos, the theme song when when Mister Incredible realizes the plan and my my eldest daughter um plays piano yes. and she's a producer and a budding uh animator and she just, so i was playing it so much on loop that she actually start she taught herself how to play it well oh, that's, yeah, that's that's a good that's a well, that's really great. good uh uh michael Garagiulo, uh, who also did the music for um Planet of the Apes and a bunch of mm-hmm. other films that that i was listening to if you play uh, the the music from the final scene of War for Planet of the Apes, um, which with, is one of my with, favorite movies. Yeah, yeah, which is which is yeah. a great, great great movie. In the, if you can get past the the CGI and the and yes. the, the chimpanzees, mm-hmm. it's a good story. It's right. a good storyline. I'm getting goosebumps. And when. <laughs> when uh, Caesar it's a spoiler alert when, <laughs> when, when, Ce- when things finally uh, happen to Caesar towards the latter part of the movie yes you can hear similarity, similarities of the composer's music from that that you hear in his stuff in uh, The Incredibles over, over a decade ago
0: and Jaden now you see after uh, why I I just had to rush out and get Dean Edwards to be on Be Our Geek uh, mm-hmm. after I started talking to him because you run into people all the time and then after you kind of get to know him, you're like wait a minute you are you are a geek nougat in oh, at yeah. the core. You're beyond your good looks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you got some well, substance you, in thank you. So, uh, so Jaden, you know, when you think about Incredibles 2, are you sitting here going, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to go see it? Yeah, I mean, your, kids are, your son's a little young, right? So
1: my son's three and a half, mm-hmm. but I definitely have – that's one of those movies that I have in my back, like in my in my pod to basically sh- watch with him. Yeah. Okay. When yeah. he's able to watch films, obviously he's doing a lot of ABCs right now, or mm-hmm. watching a whole bunch of like those TV series. Yeah. But when we actually get to the movies, and I have access to, I can go watch a movie in a movie theater. Have some connections, obviously. <laughs> Your son's <laughs> doing
3: Rick and Morty currently. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> things that comes with a
1: perk. But right. I would love to maybe do an annual, excuse me, not a, a weekly movie with him that I really enjoy but on the big screen and not on a small screen so Incredibles the original one is actually on my list of films that Mm -hmm. I want to watch with him on a big screen so I'm very excited to see The Incredibles 2 um it Again, I'm hyped up about it and I'm wondering if it'll live up to my hype. I think mm-hmm. the trailer does it justice and I think the mom taking the the lead in this mm-hmm, one is right. actually the right thing to do and right. I think it led it's not because of the time and the social construct that right. we're currently in. I think it led from the first one into this particular scene because right. she was the she was the glue that was holding everything together. Yeah. Anyway, right. but it's it's time for her to go out there and, you know, do her thing. Right. And,
0: Dean, your kids are a little older, but my son is 10. So mm-hmm. we are in prime Incredible to yeah. uh, age range. And so in our, in our house, because we're a little behind us, we are still watching The Incredibles. Right. Sure. And so I am always looking for because he does not necessarily have the same fandom as his mom. Okay. So when we get a no chance cosplay. to- No cosplay. No. No. He doesn't <laughs> care about my superhero movies or <laughs> all that stuff. He's still kind of into like Thomas and Cars, like okay. those movies, okay. which I enjoy because I enjoy cartoons yep. and, and all, right. all those things. So, you know, all the Pixar movies- but I'm really excited because this is a chance for us to like cross pollinate our genres because mm-hmm. he liked the Incredibles. I loved mm-hmm. it. And so now I'm like, OK, so I'm trying to actually throttle back on my expectation for this film because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I have in my head already turned into a little shining mom family moments. Like, <laughs> and here's when we went together. <gasps> exactly. <laughs> Which is how you set yourself up for failure yeah. You know. when you have an unrealistic expectation because it really is just like anything else. It's a movie, and hopefully, it's entertaining. And mm-hmm. you know, I I don't want to have unrealistic expectations mm-hmm. of how great this movie is going to be. It's and, just probably going to be fun. And
3: I think the, that 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 uh, that speaks to how how powerful the first movie was. You know, because I think when the first Incredibles came out, you know, we, I think all of us, including the the movie world and uh, movie critics, were blown away because I think I think. Um, say Shrek when like at the at the turn mm-hmm. of the millennium when Shrek came out uh, and sort of locked in Dreamworks figured out you know we can make an animated movie that adults will bring children to right that that we can also add some layers and substance and innuendo that kids won't get but adults will say like
2: oh right. okay this is
3: for <laughs> me too and yes. i think that's what the incredibles did with oh, something as simple as "Honey, where is my super suit?" and the whole wow. dynamic of of the the wife. Um this, this for the greater good, woman. You know, <laughs> you know. I I think that played to adults that kids laugh, but right. adults were like, "Oh, this is real." Because it
0: was a family. Yeah. It, it was like, here is the dynamic of what a family has. You know, when they deal with and different personalities mm-hmm. and and having you know and like even the way that you see the trailer for the new Incredibles movie, yeah. the way they're talking about yeah. now we got moody teenage drama, right. and I right. get that because I have that kid that's got that. Did you wash your hands exactly. Where I am like, yeah. I can see it because my kid. We're going through the hand washing thing because my. You know, he's 10. And so I have a rule in my house where I'm like, okay, wash your hands for 10. Mm-hmm. And so I tell him that he has to count from 10 down to 1. Uh-huh. And that worked initially. Sure. Now he, like, that he counts so fast. It's 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. I'm like, wait, eight? Right.
2: Right. Seven right, right. six Mississippi. You know, oh. right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I get that, you know, kind of thing. It does have all of those real life family interactions put through this, yeah. you know, this superhero filter. And I find that just so much fun. Well, mm-hmm. I
1: think Dean, you're absolutely right. I think having it set up as uh when this first Incredibles came out, it was truly a family affair. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just for the kids, it wasn't for the adults it was a truly family affair where right. you got the nuances of a family, right, regardless of who you are, how many kids you have, whether you have kids or not, whether you're newly married, whether you're partnered, you get those back and forth between right. the mom and dad or the boyfriend girlfriend, and whatnot, and you got it, and yeah. at that point, because of the success of the Incredibles, every other studio who's making animated features were like okay it's no longer for the kids <laughs> right. it's for the adults right. more or less right um, that's why you get your ups and right. you got your uh, any Pixar movies that you currently see yeah. right um, I think I Incredibles is one of the f- uh, frontiers for that
3: oh oh yeah. definitely they um and, and Pixar uh, amongst all the uh, even even though I I work for DreamWorks um right. but I think Pixar really mastered the art of of Um, you know, having these sort of heavy films. Up is a... Like, if Up was, was not animated... Up is a, a heavy movie. It's, a it's, a, it's, it's, a da- it's up, yeah. but it's very down. <laughs> yeah, you know, like that whole because it starts beginning. with a transition where yeah. you're like,
0: this guy needs to have something good exactly. happen in his life because he has been. You I'm know, not
1: saying, but they cried through that first. Yeah, night.
3: Yeah, so man. so come like, on, man.
1: Ed
0: movies, Asner. Come on. Yeah, there's movies that I have that are kid movie now. I'm just like, yeah, we're not watching this today. This <laughs> is like Toy Story three. Oh, Every time yeah. my son pops in yeah. Toy Story 3, I'm like, because it doesn't make him that sad because he doesn't think about it. It makes me, I'm like, oh, those poor toys. I got to yeah. leave the room. Yeah. You know yeah. what Because that's a heavy movie. Yeah. I
1: go into my son's room because I watched that, hmm. yeah. right? Of course, and he hasn't watched it yet, but my wife and I were watching it. We're like, Okay, whatever. Some of his older toys, that right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly. You feel bad for him, like because I remember thing like my kid lost his his stuffed animal, his stuffed Grumpy Cat. I felt bad for the stuffed animal. i'm the like she's cat. lost out there in the world. She was such a good Cold, friend, right?
3: Laying in a corner on a curb.
0: Because we grew up watching Brave Little Toaster and stuff, and <laughs> like going, "Oh, these poor yeah. things." Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the
3: the island of misfit toys. Uh-huh. You know? right. I'm looking forward to Incarnables too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm too, and hope it doesn't disappoint. I don't I don't think it will. I don't think it will because they took long... I don't think they took long enough because they were um they were like all right we we really need you know what you know what we should do let's do it again i think right. they probably took the right amount of time similar to um to finding dory yep. you know yes, they didn't absolutely. rush think about it. i finding nemo came out when my daughter was first born and yes. that, that was the go-to dvd yep, that we could sure. watch and kind of lull her to mm-hmm. to Agreed. bed you know and mm-hmm. and then so when finding dory came out it it was sort of implanted in us that oh well we have to Go see this. We and did the you, same and you, thing, and you hope it holds up, and it did. And
0: it did evolve. I feel like those younger kids were like now because Finding Dory has more talking mm-hmm. in it, and it is again another yeah. you know story where it's like before when you were following around you know the baby goldfish. You know he's not a goldfish. Right. The, right. You Clown know, the clownfish. clownfish. You know you're we sitting there going, okay, he was tiny, and now he's like. Again, teenage drama. He's having teenage drama with his dad, and so it's interacting. It's a different interaction right now. (laughs) (laughs) all that teenage drama. Every time there's like, I think that they've done a very good 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 job. (laughs) Yeah, they've done a very good job of mimicking teenage drama in all of these genres. At least, maybe because I'm living it, I'm like, yep, yeah, yep. Mm -hmm. And and I I think that they they did that with the Kung Fu Pandas as well. Yeah, you know, like from the beginning to the other ones. I am a little, I fall off a little bit of the Cars because I feel like Cars has changed like the genre within the film I like the one and two
1: I just didn't care for the third
0: one yeah I mean and I I, kind of like one and three, Interesting. I mm-hmm. guess. Like the middle one, I'm like, I didn't get where they were going with it. So yeah. So I just yeah. kind of was like, eh. So what do you think things. about Planes? No, I'm just <laughs> you know, I mean, you <laughs> planes. and I meant to watch Planes. <laughs> <laughs> I've nah, seen yeah, the trailer no. to Planes. You know, kind yeah, of thing. You know. I have that's, it. That's, yes.
3: that's one of those where you're like, okay, they're like, what other vehicles mm-hmm. uh, do this? Train. He's Subways. a scrappy.
0: He's a scrappy plane that wants to be a jet fighter. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm I'm out. That's yeah. what I did on that one. Tap it out on that one. All right, we're gonna move to another movie is I put it more in the category of. Is this a film that we should see? Is this something that is going to tell a story that we think needs to be heard? Mm -hmm. And so you won't be surprised that I'm now going to bring up Black Klansman, the new Spike Lee joint Mm -hmm. that's going to come out in August.
3: There's never been a black cop in this city. We think you might be the man to open things up around here.
2: hello this is ron stalworth calling
3: who am i speaking with
2: this is david duke grand
3: wizard of the ku klux klan that david duke god last time i checked what can i do you for well since you asked i hate blacks i hate jews mexicans and irish italians and chinese but my mouth to god's ears i really hate those black rats. And anyone else
0: really? So that's the beginning of the trailer for Black Klansman. That's the the key character. Uh, John David Washington plays a character named Ron Starworth, who's the first African-American uh, police officer in this uh, Colorado Springs Police Department, who decides he's going to start this undercover Based thing. on a true story? Yes. It, uh, that's what it says in everything mm-hmm. that I've read about it. And so it, it, you know, he decides that he is going to uh, go and take down the Ku Klux Klan. Another
3: family-friendly <laughs>
1: And <laughs> so I like the f- original better. Yeah, you're so like, you're <laughs> like, well, the book was amazing. Um, and John David Washington, if you don't know, is in Ballers, and he, uh,
3: and he has a very a very famous father that uh, I don't know that, who, um, who? uh, Well, his dad, he just his dad is <laughs> has a movie coming out competing uh, that uh, his dad sort of resembles this voice I'm doing right now.
0: <laughs> and John David doesn't look, especially this movie doesn't look that much like Denzel. No, well, no, you're like. No okay you yeah. sure that's your dad yeah, yeah are you just saying that because your last name is washington right. you know right. but right. then you know, and that and playing david duke that was topher grace who yes. we all remember and then it also has adam um driver in it who mm-hmm. plays um the his 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 white counterpart and what they do is that to, uh, as they are going through this storyline so john david washington's character does all of the talking on the phone to do all the initial contact and then adam driver is the one that actually yeah. shows up to be gotcha. undercover gotcha. and gotcha. so it's this story it's about what they're going to do and so it's one of those things that it's in my opinion kind of that, you know, that that spikely feel of it where it's covering this topic but there's still humor involved in it and so it'll start a mm-hmm. conversation mm-hmm. in my opinion, you know, that you can do without being super heavy-handed. Right. You know, Jordan Peele's, a, you know, one of the executive did, producers, yeah, right. you know, of it. And so I think that the this is one of those ones that, you know, and you know, Jaden will tell you this that I am really bad about seeing movies that I should see like or, or movies that aren't like the you know a marvel movie or an action movie or so like other movies that are just story Mm-hmm. I always plan to go so and then don't go, right? Like upgrade. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just like I just Yo, don't see them. Saw
3: it upstairs. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was it caught me off guard. It was, mm-hmm. it, did you see it? Mm-hmm. You
1: liked yes. it? I liked it. Yeah, upgrade. Is I thought, what they I it's, it's not a it horror movie. Yeah, I know no, no, no. you don't like horror. I don't movie. like horror it's movies. No, it's it's not horror. it's, okay. a, it's action. It's yeah, and but that's one of the examples. But yeah,
0: right. And so this one, I'm like, I'm putting like a little reminder in my phone, okay, so that when we get near August 10th, that I remember to go and see this movie because there's a lot of times where I'm like, it's on the agenda. Right. And I don't get there, so I mean, it, yeah, this is your first uh, um, uh, exposure to uh, the Black Klansman trailer, right, Dean? I I, I saw I, it not not
3: this particular mm-hmm. trailer. I think I, I watched it on um, you know when you go to IMDb and there's yep. like mm-hmm. uh, new, uh, new ones movies come out. Yeah, um, I've I've been reading about it uh, forever, and I knew uh, John David was was in it, and and I enjoy I enjoy. Um, ballers yes but ballers is more is more of a a a dramedy yes so i was surprised when i part of me was surprised but part of me was like well you know what you know spike and 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 denzel are boys and 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 denzel's done four movies with him so i could see spike saying you know what his son is 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 sort of a hot commodity so why why wouldn't i book him and maybe i can get a cameo from from (laughs) d you know exactly in it um it, it sounds interesting i didn't i i every time I saw the, the trailer or read about it, I was like, so what's this movie in? Where right. Is he? And and I did until you just told me, I was I was like, How does he go undercover but Adam Driver plays? So now exactly it, it, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So it's not like, like somebody in white fa- right. white
0: face or some tacky like right, you know, old school right, right. like a you know a Wayne Inns movie from back right, in the day or right, It's not that at
3: right. all. And and, and and Spike I I will say uh, 'cause I'm being a fan of uh of Spike and I've worked with him on some uh, like industrial things and whatnot I I always appreciate... Even though sometimes I do believe sometimes he is heavy-handed. Yes. uh, But I always appreciate him willing to go out to start the convo, to get people talking, especially when this is, you know, front-page news. This is currently um in the news coming all the way down from the the big house in at oh, 1600 uh Pennsylvania Avenue right. on down so it's it's a current event that um people should hear about should address and I know and and I'm curious to see cuz Spike also like I said he he's heavy sometimes so he's big on message <laughs> where, when, you know, wake up you know and so I'm curious to see how he throws in his his uh his commentary on the current administration and did did he write it? I'm curious. Did he write the film? Because um,
0: so uh, let's see. I'm looking into that again. Because like yeah, he's the okay, co-writer of okay. it, and he's like he's the one that did the adaptation on it. Well, I'm okay. sure Jordan
1: Peele had a lot to do with
0: it. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Spike Lee did was the writer, of the screenplay, uh, yeah, around okay. with David Rabinowitz, You know, are the okay, two people yeah, that put okay. it together.
1: Absolutely. Okay. So we,
0: I mean, I, that's one of those things. So I will hopefully remember I, to watch it. And,
1: and to your point, <laughs> I think. Spike will get his message out. Of course. Mm-hmm. And I think the casting has a lot to do with that mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. because he doesn't want to scream that at you. He right. wants to subtly throw that at you. So right. having John David Washington right. in there. And Adam Driver because they do Adam,
0: cover some yeah. other things as well because like his, his character is supposed to be Jewish as well. Okay. And so there's that interplay Correct. where, where like it's going. You got skin in the game It's too, like, you, you know? yeah, you should be pissed as well. Right. And so that seems to be some of that right. interplay that they have planned right. in that mm-hmm. movie. And I
1: think this, I mean, it's been a while, but I think Spike... There's no reason that shouldn't go up with all the other ones that are award contenders. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right.
0: Well, Mm -hmm. we are going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to continue the conversation with um, our friend Dean Edwards That here. We're also going to do a little bit of a deep dive into Star Wars, especially (sighs) Solo, the brand new Star Wars story that came out. So we will be right back. Welcome back, everyone. We're here for Be Our Geek. I'm Ms. Shannon. Join my good friend Jaden Satias here as well. We're also joined by this week's guest geek, the very funny, the very talented yeah. Dean Edwards is yeah. with us. You
1: stole a little <laughs> bit back to SNL over yeah. the head thing, how yeah. huh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Dean,
0: <laughs> uh, we just want to spend a little bit more time introducing you. Uh, so, comedian, mm-hmm. writer, mm-hmm. former member of Saturday Night Live, as mm-hmm. we mentioned there. You've done a number of movies as well. And mm-hmm. you're also, like, a very talented Voice actor like we talked about the incredibles too in our first segment, mm-hmm. but you're actually like out there in the trenches making us laugh, doing all yeah. these voices yeah, yeah. so what's it like when like when you're a when you're a baby Dean Edwards when uh-huh. you were a kid like when did you first go, you know what, I'm really good at sounding like other people.
3: Just uh, watching Bugs Bunny. Oh,
0: okay. yeah, you know, uh, mimicking the, the, the canon of Mel Blanc. Uh, <laughs> you know, and, and
3: realizing I could do that mm-hmm. and, and and also make people laugh. And then I think seeing Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. uh, when I was a kid and, and watching like Delirious and just seeing him uh, command audiences with, with his impressions made me say, oh, there's something to this. And then you're bringing... To literally lifting everything he's doing and going to school and people right. laugh. And I'm like, Oh, there's power in that. And, um, and then just over over the years, uh, you know, f- sort of f- having a family that was uh, comfortable enough with my odd uh, psychosis and, and allowing <laughs> it to manifest.
0: Did and, you ever, like, when you were sitting around, like, most of us was play with, like, either our action figures or our dogs, yeah. your, your dolls. Did yours talk to each other? Oh, or? yeah. Okay. You know, I was
3: I was, I was again, my mother to this day talks about how you just, you sit me in the corner with my Star Wars figures and, and I was all every, your power was a week old. Your time's wind off if you strike me down. (laughs) Like, that was me, you Mm -hmm. know, creating my own uh, sort of adventures. And I just saw that, what was it, I think a a Star Wars documentary where they were talking about um, how the toys... The toys came and they they didn't even have the full order in, so they sent one the of promissory on, notes. Oh yeah, know. so
0: it was on the um, uh, the toys that made us on Netflix. Yeah, Is that what you saw? Yeah. yeah, and I saw that as well. And that one was really cool because they yeah. were talking about how they just didn't have the right people that made them, right. and then you know they really just didn't understand how geek culture worked with those kind right. of toys. Especially
3: because it really, they, they, it had never been done. Right. So, so they, the, you know, they when they made, like the, the I remember being seven years old and, uh, or I guess I would have been eight by the time the, the toys finally came in. And I remember saying, this doesn't look like Han Solo. Because <laughs> it was just the mold and none of the, none right. of the characters really looked like the right. characters mm-hmm. until, um say uh Empire. When right. Empire came out, then people were kinda like Oh, yeah! You see Harrison Ford in yes. in there. They had
1: the same problem was also with, picking up at that pay too. They were like, "Well, right. there's more money right. in merchandising right. than there actually is in
0: movies." And yeah. they had the same problem they were talking about when they were trying to launch all of the Star Trek toys. Is right. that people just didn't know how to make mm-hmm. this and that there was going right. to be people clamoring for them, right. and it took them years and years and lots of different toy houses right. to actually get it right, right? So that you know, geeks, because we are the worst as far as fact checking people and really? like that, we're like, that is not missing the buttons, right? the, button. one. Right. Right. the right. Button. <laughs> actually was on the other leg how come the millennium falcon doesn't have enough windows right, you know or something right, like there's somebody right. picking it apart you yeah. know all the time because that's what we do yeah. and so you know you know s- similar to you like sitting there and like i wish that i could make my toys sound right because no, so that is you know amazing so do you remember like when you were growing up and you're you're you know you're 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 hanging out with your friends was it more important to you to make them laugh mm. or you're like i make myself laugh
3: I think I was always about me first, okay. Uh, which is kind of where, like, when as a stand-up, if it doesn't make me laugh, I'm not going to attempt it in front of everybody else. But if, if you know, in order for you to talk, like you, you've seen me over the last couple of nights, and so mm. I'm I'm talking about everything from from you know Jay Z and, and 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 Fifty Cent to <laughs> to going to funerals and and, right. and burying my father, but. If in order for me, the the therapeutic nature of uh, performing in front of an audience lets me realize, like when he passed away, and I'm and and I'm at a funeral, I'm saying, "This. Why do we have programs like it's the Lion King? You know, why (laughs) why are we going through this foolishness? And now people have to keep this piece of paper because if they throw it out, I'm gonna say, "Why'd you throw out a picture of my (laughs) father? You know, and so you you. You know, it, it always starts at home first. You know, at, with myself, and then yo, you know. Do you have I your uh, home
1: audience that you try things on? Do you have your circle of friends uh, that you're like, hey, is this funny? Or like, you never know it's funny you to know, me, what, me, but
3: somebody like, like, uh, you know, who's good at like Tracy Morgan. Tra- Trace Tracy will <laughs> Tracy will try out material in front of you, and if you know him, if you don't know him, you're just like, wow, he's funny. <laughs> but if you know him. They're like, yo, this dude is testing out his material, on him, all right? right? All and because because right. you'll hang out with him all in in a night and you'll see him loop and do the same material over mm-hmm. and over. Me, I'm more like, you know what? I have a, I, my 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 gauge is, is is strong enough, and it's really just about the 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 verbiage and economizing the the language and words to get to that punchline as quickly as possible. So I don't really have to. Test it out, but I mean, obviously, the, the best uh gauge is always in front of the audience, yes. Right. Okay, so I'll right. always uh,
0: do you get competitive around other people that are also Impressionists? Like, do you like go run into Jay Farrow and be all like, I don't unless I have a better this than well,
3: you? Well, <laughs> here's I, I don't get competitive, Jay Jay's uh friend, of mine, I actually um. I knew Jay long before. Uh, I think we met probably in like 07, eight. Okay. He, was, uh, he was he was he uh, was he was on the road with Charlie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was <laughs> with Charlie Murphy, and uh, and he was he was a fan of mine, and okay. I, and I'd like to think that. Uh, what I, what I, me being someone that's, you know, a couple of years older than him, but was doing stand up and, and impressions before him the same way Eddie influenced me. I think I influenced Jay and I don't think that's, uh, out of, out of line. I'm not competitive unless somebody makes a competitive. Okay. There's another comic, uh, that, that is, uh, you know, popular comedian, um, uh, also, it was a sketch comic, and uh, we both were on. Uh, we were. I was booked for the Laugh Factory years ago. I was booked to do uh, Chocolate Sundays at the Laugh Factory, and then uh, Eddie Murphy walks in, mm-hmm. and then suddenly the the person that runs uh chocolate sunday says oh i promised him uh stage i'm like and tony Rice, like dean's next you know <laughs> he's like dean's booked. if he wants to go on you gotta go on after dean so we flipped a coin he wound up going on first and he did every impression that he has now <laughs> and also pandered to eddie now yeah. when he when he did that Tony was looking at me like, "You believe this?" I said, "Yeah, I do." Sure, Um, but I'm a stand up first, right? Right. I'm a stand up, and I just happen to have have a holster with a bunch of impressions in it as well. So then it became competitive because I'm like, "See, you you were supposed to do ten minutes, but you did twenty five,
0: right? And now
3: you're now you're trying to make a point, and you and you're intentionally." seeing you you're doing all these things that you know I do as well and so you know what I'm going to do my first 10 minutes I'm not going to do any impressions just to prove I, I don't, don't need, I don't need to mm-hmm. and then I'm going to funnel through I'm going to do what I call a an impression run where I do a gang of them in in 5 to 10 minutes and my jokes are funny yeah. like my you know, jo- I I, I know I know my jokes because because a lot of times when people uh, do impressions they do they don't have great jokes attached the
0: punchline is the fact that they can do the impression.
3: yeah and so so they're not really getting laughs they're getting wow he does sound <laughs> like them, you know and so and 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 it'll be something as simple as like what what if I don't know. What what if uh Jay Z were an usher? What would that sound like? And it's goofy. I might like, because he wouldn't be an usher at a movie theater. Head.
0: What would Jay Z sound like at the grocery store? I'm right. Like, okay, you can try a little right. harder
3: than Well, is this milk? Is this soy milk? <laughs> Yo, I'm allergic to almonds, but I love soy. You know, it's and and that's and then they wind up taking lines, you know, like Denz most people do an impression of Denzel Washington's Character, yeah. And I saw Denzel say that in the interview. He's like, you know, they're not. Most people aren't doing impression of me. They're (laughs) they're doing an impression of a character that I played (laughs) in a movie. Because most people, when they do the impression, they're doing King Kong. Ain't got. And I'm like, well, that's that's you're really doing uh the the character of Antonio or whatever his character's name was. Whereas I prefer. I come from the school of the. I was a fan. Of all of Denzel's movies, but I love I love watching Denzel in interview form when he's, right. when he's paneling and when he when he you know when he when he thinks he's funny and, uh, right. and I, I'm from New York, and you know I, I used to go to the Disco Fever where where hip hop first you know that's what I like to listen to right. because that's where you really key into the the nuances and you see that you know someone like Denzel uses his hands and he and and you see him in an interview with Barbara Walters uh, years ago where he said you know I I learned to use my hands from Al Pacino and so mm. if you watch Al Pacino and then you see Denzel you're like you know what they both they do do mm-hmm. certain things with their hands. Right. Well
1: there's are artists they're learning from each other. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
3: And so they're that's building up
1: a they're not even mimicking they're building upon what they really exactly. appreciate about
3: Exactly. The exactly. Because because realistically if you do, if I'm doing an impression on you it's because I I, I like you.
0: I right. Like something yeah
1: about it's the highest you. form of flattery yeah. that, I would assume. Exactly. And
0: one of the things that you get to do also you were saying you work with DreamWorks and, yeah. and that you and I noticed the kind of because this is kind of again the age that my son is at. Back to the talking about cartoons and different things like that. So you got to take on the character of
3: Donkey. Yeah, I, I'm, a, Eddie's, I'm Eddie's vocal devil for all things Donkey.
0: <laughs> I I, I could not. And I love it. So
1: Shannon told me this earlier today. Yeah. She goes, "Do you know he did Dunk? I'm like. Eddie Murphy does. Don't.
3: Yeah, Eddie Eddie well
1: and here's I'm the like, thing. No no yeah.
0: no. We're right. talking about <laughs> what And that's what I think is so great about it, Deed, is that there's so <laughs> many people when you change out a voice actor, mm-hmm. you're like, Oh no, that character sounds completely yes. different. Right. I feel like you are the tone and tenor of what Donkey's supposed to be like. Right, right You're right, like, right. Oh no, it's D. Hey, it's Donkey. It totally
3: yeah. yeah, no, so what happened was uh I worked on Shrek the Musical for a couple of years as as we were workshopping the show from uh for w- fruition to the final reading, and then they fired most of us right before we went to broadway but i which i didn't know was, was something that they I didn't do know that but happened. they yeah they okay. they a lot of Broadway shows at the last minute they'll get rid of a good amount of the people that help create the the roles. Um, but if the show still goes up because I literally helped create right. that that character, I still get paid for it. Okay. So if, credit it's, credit. if it's if it's running in the West End, I'm still gonna get a check okay. from that. So that's, that's DreamWorks. That's Shout out to DreamWorks for making sure we got that equity <laughs> uh, perfectly. And so from that, I you know the relationship was formed with uh, Katzen, Jeffrey Katzenberg and DreamWorks, and then. Uh, they were doing Shrek Three at the time and they needed me to come in and ADR loop sure. on uh Shrek Three. And for those that don't know, even though if it's probably geeks listening, oh mm-hmm. I know what ADR looping <laughs> is. But for those that don't know, looping is when if there's a line in a movie that the actor didn't hit, they'll bring someone else in to to fill in that. Like like if you're ever watching s- some older movies and you hear like Eddie Murphy like in, in 48 hours, he's like, he's like, uh uh, and his and his and his father mucking name is Reggie Hammond, but instead of father mucking, you'll his, yeah. and and his mother loving name is yeah. Reggie. Like they always, the voice yeah, doesn't yeah. match up, but mm-hmm. because I was able to do that, it with Shrek. So uh, in the musical, so they had me do that for a couple lines in in Shrek Three, which then led to. Uh, doing all the commercial work for for the uh, uh, movie tie-ins with yeah. McDonald's and yeah. Royal Caribbean. Of course. Again,
1: more of that merchandising, more of that marketing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the marketing
3: it. stuff. And then um, that turned into when they were doing uh, the Shrek Halloween special, Scared Shrekless. Yes. Um, Eddie was the only one that wouldn't sign on. So they, they, um, they brought me in and I, we worked on that for like almost two years and... Uh, and actually, one time I remember showing up to the studio in Manhattan early because they were recording Mike Myers, and I got there and he was he was like, no, so don't wait. Oh, and he's watching me walk by. Oh, wait. oh, okay. <laughs> and so they're they're on the feed from uh, L.A. and they're like, Mike, what's wrong? He's like, uh, someone just walked in, and then the producer's like, oh, Dean's here. So he's like, oh, hey, Dean. So then producer brings me out uh, to the waiting. They're like. Mike doesn't know that Eddie's not doing this. Oh, Nobody knows, so just he stay depressed. here, stay here, because <laughs> then they'll be like, "Well, why do we have to do it if, if so, Eddie didn't do it?" Yeah, so I was, but I was like, "It's awesome because I got the same title card as Mike yeah. Myers and and uh, Cameron Diaz and Antonio Banderas." So, so it was great, and it's been I've been I've been doing this with them now for a decade, and, and most recently we just um, we just completed, and I saw like a rough uh, scratch version of. Something that they're doing, like uh, an amusement park in Dubai. Ah. That um, you know, I had the voice. We we worked in yeah. that like for about a year. Are they gonna
1: make a donkey spinoff?
3: I I would love for them to, you <laughs> know. Um, they, I mean, there talks about every time I I was up at DreamWorks in March and they were saying that they they keep talking about doing a, a fifth Shrek movie. I'm like, you know, if Eddie doesn't want to do it, I'm fine with it. You All know, right. because uh-huh. because donkey. Uh, a note uh, Katzenberg used to always have, every time we would record, I'd have to go back in and re-record, which was awesome because that was another check. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I want the money. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and uh-huh. one of his notes always was, um, "He's too Dean's too high, but bring him down. Because if you watch watch the uh the growth of um of the, the character. donkey character yeah. from shrek one and shrek one in the first two shreks donkey was a way up he was always high yeah. and no and so here's the thing and but <laughs> as you yeah. watch the, the third and fourth movie He's more of Professor Clump. He's more yeah. down here mm-hmm. because okay. you think Eddie Eddie got older, he got more mature. Sure. So don't if you notice Eddie doesn't laugh though, like eh, eh, like he doesn't laugh like that because that probably strained his vocal cords gotcha. over the years. So now now it's a lot lower and donkey's not night. Like, I don't know if you want like he still can <laughs> peek up there, but it's not a here as much as, as, right, as it used to be. Not so as so frenetic saying. as it right, used right, to be. Right, right, right. So so that was just uh That's fascinating. Yeah, it was yeah. It's, it's, it's very interesting the, the the transition of you know that one character over the years. No.
0: No, uh, look. I appreciate when we get to see these big names that are in these these animated films, mm-hmm. but I do kind of look at it and go, "Why is Mike Myers this character? Why is that? Like, even when we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, it's not like why is Vin Diesel group? Why? When yeah. I'm like, when we am like, and so you, as someone who is so talented at mm-hmm. this, do you ever just go, you just look at him and go, like, why don't y'all move over? Like, why are you here?
3: You you, you do it to an extent. Um, like I said, I would love for them to do another Shrek.
0: And have you just be Donkey. If,
3: and and I'll play Donkey, but if if it only is just on the, the uh you know, the sidelines in the in the commercial ties and so be it. But I'd love to do it. But I also the reason why the difference between say Eddie and Mike Myers versus Vin Diesel is that uh eddie the same same thing with the the musical right yes. like there' are things in the musical that as being part of that workshopping process and you're building even though the character was established in the the animated uh film Universal. there are still nuances that I had to add and pauses for emotional growth and emotional build of the character for Broadway show, the same thing with eddie they're they're going to bank on Eddie helped make. The, that the golden goose of DreamWorks. Eddie, Eddie added things um, that weren't scripted. Right. That he just went off book and they recorded, which is something that anytime I go in to record, um, I, they, they give me freedom because the... Um, uh, 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 Steve and 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 Gary Gary Truesdale who directed Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. and Steve did B movie they're they're the two directors that I always work with on these on these projects and because they they know my voice and trust it and know that Eddie's my hero right, right. and I'm very comfortable a decade later in in the world of the, of the characters so I'll read the sides and, and what's scripted but then 9 out of 10 times they're going to say you know what you know what, just go just go with yeah. it just go because i'm going to find something no when Some you know a character or something with the character when, yeah when you know the character you can you can go off book and really play around so as much as i can go off book Eddie's the master Okay, you know mike myers mike myers had to go back in and and add accent because Eddie was so funny you know and, and so he's a, he's a comedic uh brilliant mind and he's going to find things that the guy that comes into you know fill in for him probably doesn't have the same chops. Right. You know, that's Mike Myers. That's that's you know Austin Powers and and so forth. Wayne's World, you know. So yes. so they bank on that. Vin Diesel going, "I am Groot." Right. You know, that that's different. <laughs> even even with um Bradley Cooper. They sure right, Bradley so, Cooper yeah. um sure I'm sure I'm I'm at this point there's someone that if they're doing commercials for Guardians they can someone hire someone to do that but Bradley Cooper being a talented actor that he is is still going to find some things that that have worked in the past and, and the directors uh, and the people behind producing the these movies implicit are going to trust, right. trust you. Yeah.
0: you know what's funny well, I, is that i was going to i was initially just treating like the rest of my committee and friends i'm like this is why you have so much time to watch movies is because you're just comics and we you know mm-hmm. they have spare time but you are super busy so you know the fact that you are so invested in so many of these fandoms that are out there, like mm-hmm. when you and I were talking about Star Wars mm-hmm. and these things, um, is it? What about uh, when you are deciding what to do with your free time? What mm-hmm. makes you go? Here's the movie I'm going to see, or this is where I'm going to go see this, or?
3: Uh, well, say for like today, like like after, because the movie theater is right upstairs. Yes, <laughs> and so when 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 we were on the highway, I was I actually was I was like, wow, this looks familiar. I've been here before. <laughs> And then I saw the Icon logo. I was like, yo, let me check the Uh uh MoviePass app and see what movie's playing when. Mm -hmm. And so it might be something as simple as, oh, you know what, I wanted to... I've been seeing these quirky commercials for Hotel Artemis. Right. So... If there's one plane, I'll go see it. And then there's other movies like I knew I knew I was going to be on the road. I knew my family probably wasn't going to want to go see Deadpool with right. me. So I was like, all right, you know, I, I, you make I know that it. that movie I'll see that this week. And and uh, the upgrade yeah. the upgrade I saw the I saw the trailer. On t- I landed on Tuesday I went to see what movies were playing at what theater and I and I read Upgrade and so I mean watch the uh preview and I was like oh this seems like a almost like a matrix-esque yep. my, more more updated take on that right so I'll go see that so you, you enjoyed know? upgrade I enjoyed I, I enjoyed upgrade so much that I I I, I co- copied and pasted the uh the um preview the the commercial for it and send it to like six of my friends like so they go check, see check it. this out yeah mm-hmm. i think you'll uh you'll enjoy it so is it something as simple as that or or it's something on the horizon if it's a star wars movie well
1: i was gonna say do you plan out because you were talking about star wars and figurines and characters right. and just everything from your childhood for a star wars that mm-hmm. is eventually going to come out you know it's coming out yeah. because they'll Tell you what it's coming right. out. Right. <laughs> yeah, like Star well, Wars. You Star you Wars plan movies. That out? Yeah,
3: Star Wars I'll put in my calendar. Right. right. Um, Opening the, night, first the, the, show. Um, if you can depending or? on where and when I am where I am in the like, schedule. Uh, when Force Awakens came out, I was uh, I was in Dallas. Um uh, no, actually I was in Plano, Texas. Okay. I was out in Plano and I had it in my I had it scheduled and I was excited and I knew it was gonna come out uh that Thursday night. Right. But my my Thursday night I, I'm long winded. It's third, you know, we, er, week nights. If like Tuesday through Thursday, if 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 I'm headlining, I'm gonna go long just because sure. I Cause I you know can because there's, there's not another show to yeah. flip the room. Um, so I went long and <laughs> so I couldn't go see the Thursday night premiere night showing. So I was like, I'm going, I, I looked and it was playing Friday morning at 9:30. and the movie theater, it was one of those, uh, Alamo draft. Oh houses. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that. So I was like, I'm going to walk over 9:30. I'm going to eat like pizza for breakfast, uh-huh. you know, and it had, and, and I and I stayed off of all my social media the night before because I, oh. I was like, you know, now we live in an era where people are proud to spoil, to spoil a things. movie. Mm-hmm. So Friday morning I uh I upload I go on Instagram, I upload my, my poster for for the weekend I was doing at that comedy club, and as it's loading up, the um the picture right under it was an image of of uh Harrison Ford standing at, um, standing in front of uh, Conan O'Brien's desk. I was like, oh, I didn't know Harrison Ford was on Conan O'Brien. And then below it, it says, uh, Han Solo's kid, Kylo Ren, kills Han Solo. And I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Are you serious? I'm going to see this movie in 40 minutes, and someone got me. And then I went on the comments because I'm now pulled into now you're it. Like, what I'm time? like, why would you do that? So I read the comments, and someone says, "Dude, that's really a dick move, right?" do and then someone under it puts, "Yeah, man, that really was a dick move, right?" A list. Dot. 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 But, yeah, Kylo Ren does kill his property. I was (laughs) like, yo, you people suck, man. That that still stings to this day. Yeah, I
0: mean, I think it is difficult. Like, you do have to be so spoiler cautious. And I just personally, as a fan, have tried to turn off the making it Having to have that experience be part of whether I like a movie or not because right, it right. is so hard to like it stay is. away from stuff. Because I do like to watch the trailers, but sometimes so much is given away in yeah, the trailer. Yeah,
3: I, I don't watch the I don't watch any. Back in the days, I could watch um, the the first looks on HBO, mm-hmm. but now I don't because they give too much information away to where you're you're now sitting saying if, Wait, you're, if, 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 if you're watching um if you're watching Avengers Infinity War, you're like okay. At some point, it looks like Thanos has Captain. America down in a submissive yes. position mm-hmm. where he's 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 holding his head. Yeah. yeah, And so now you're, you're watching the whole movie. Happen, yeah. yeah, anxiously anticipating when is that scene going to happen? And, and sometimes the, that that's uh, that winds up on the cutting room floor. Which but they still. did a
0: good job. Spoilers: They did a good job with Deadpool of creating yep. a trailer that really did not give away yeah. the whole movie. You know, and they you know I remember re, uh, hearing uh, Ryan Reynolds give um, uh, interviews and talk about they filmed all this extra footage. Mm. So that the trailer was exciting, but not full right. of spoilers, right. and that and that's how they caught people. And so, yeah. you know, and so sometimes I think that that's a good thing that they're like, here's things that are specifically created for the trailer. Yeah. But sometimes you're going, well, what happened to that cool scene I saw right. in the trailer that right. made me want to see this right. movie? Right.
3: right. Yeah. So, you, did you see Solo? I did. I, I, I saw and? it. I we were speaking about this other day. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, when when people first asked me about it, I think I was leading with. I didn't hate it, right? And and I think that's where where we are with um, the Star Wars uh, stories, so Star do you know, Wars do you, stories. Do you happen
1: to know? And again, I don't know the reasoning behind a summer release as opposed to a.
3: I I you know what I actually don't, but I think I think that hindered the movie. I think uh, you know the, the the original Star Wars trilogy, um, Star Wars. I refuse to call it a New Hope. Star <laughs> Wars, Empire Strikes Good Back, and the original Revenge of the Jedi, which turned into Return of the Jedi. I, I actually have that poster. Yes. My, my mother used to work at uh, Cosmopolitan, and she brought the, the fold out. It said, you know, number one and number two, box office girls and movies, and Star Wars, and Empire Strikes Back, and then you open, and it was that Revenge of the Jedi. Yes. Coming, uh, you know, May 1983. But uh, a Jedi, does not uh, seek revenge. <laughs> and so... um. So those movies, there were there was always a three year uh, period. So right. it was, it was seventy seven, eighty, and eighty three. And then with I think the prequels, it was I think a two year two year, gap. Mm-hmm. two year gap. And then when Disney sort of took over, and we all were initially when Disney took over the franchise, we all were reluctant and apprehensive, right? But then you saw Force Awakens. I was like, okay, I, was I like, like Force I, Awakens I, I like a Force lot. Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I know people will say, well, it's Mad Libs uh, of, <laughs> of the original Star Wars. I'm like. Yeah, but you know, but it's a I whole thought new it needed generation. To be. I thought that it yeah, needed
0: yeah. to reset. It needed to you know, introduce these characters, it needed but it to also make us ne- forget about the other three. But uh, right. it actually needed to make us remember the things that made us like Star Wars. Okay. And okay. so I felt like that was why it lined up the way it was. Right. Because if it hadn't done some of those things, all of the people who were had been in the fandom for so long right. would have been like, "Well, how come this didn't happen?" Right. Right. So I think that they were in a difficult situation yeah. where they want to move on into whatever the future is for the franchise, right. but also. To sit there and actually give us what you want as a fan, want to sense. See.
3: So you need orange Yoda, yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: and I and I do think it's interesting. You know, like you do need another droid. You do need all the stuff yeah. that you have. Yeah. So I do think it's interesting now that we're doing. Okay, we I, the franchise did well. We're like, okay, we're going to do Rogue One. So mm. we have these prequels and these one-off stories.
3: Which Rogue One was was to me is it, like just a dope. Even if it wasn't a Star Wars movie, it's a dope. It's a World a, War II suicide right. mission movie. It's a movie. great it's a, standalone right. film, yeah. Right, period. It's a dope movie, man.
0: Do we think, because I also, I enjoyed uh, Solo, A Star Wars Story. I had a good time at it. It was fun. Yeah, and I think that that's the best way that people are saying that it's fun. Was it not a big enough movie for summer? Like uh, summer, like uh, action movies in summer and superhero movies in summer are known for being that summer blockbuster. Was it that people were just going, okay, it has the Star Wars name, so people are gonna think it's huge? Well, I don't know wasn't. about
1: that, right? Because I think, for me personally, I I like the film, I mm-hmm. like Solo, mm-hmm. but I enjoyed Rogue One much better. Oh yeah, right. much right. more, mm-hmm. right? So I think internally, when the finished product came out, i um, again, I don't know. This is all assumption. This is all whatever my imagination of what's happening inside right. Disney but when they see that and they're like well it's a good movie right. but it's no rogue one right. It can't mm-hmm. hold a right.
0: a know, weekend a, on its own it right. can't
1: I, I don't think it and I think that's the reason they kind of pushed it towards kind of like it'll it'll do fine and because it's summer and because it's blockbusters mm-hmm. and we're right between sandwich between Deadpool and, 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 and infinity war, and infinity war, and, war yeah. there'll just be some people will just be excited to come see it um, it can't carry a Christmas and
3: nope. and it was we just had another Star Wars movie seven months prior exactly and so it could it's, be it's, some it's, fatigue. It's, oh, it's fatigue. Okay. It's 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 a, a long time ago a galaxy far, far away. Fatigue, man. Where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we've been getting you guys have us programmed to this every year around the holidays, and now you're try, now you're trying to overdo it, right. and you're trying to get more of my money. You right. know, consumers are, are more intelligent nowadays. Where You know, um, the average person knows the box office of of most movies and knows the top five movies uh, from last weekend. And they actually take that into consideration because movies aren't getting cheaper. Right. You know, even with, with, uh, you know, the best thing about those, those, uh, like this movie pass thing is if you go to movies a lot... Then it makes sense. Like for me, I live in New York City, where movies probably average fifteen dollars a pop. So if I go to one yep. movie a month, it, it makes sense because I'm paying ten dollars a month. Right. But in the la- if I go to a movie today and use the movie pass, that'll that'll be. I saw the Andre Leon Talley doc last week. Yep. Right. Uh, we saw Solo last Saturday. I saw Upgrade um and Deadpool, Deadpool and yep. then and then seeing Hotel Artemis today so I've now paid 2 dollars a pop yeah. per per movie Absolutely. so it's it's a, it makes sense to me because it's so expensive and and right. the and the movie going experience now at home is almost on par because you you spend the, the right amount of money to get the surround sound right. and you have your man affordable cave. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
0: because we are, the, the, the Twin Cities Film Fest studios are right next to the Showplace Icon Theater, which is a great theater, right. don't get me wrong, but I just went and, I went to the opening of one of the new theaters they have here in the Twin Cities mm-hmm. and it's a great theater, but one of the things that somebody asked me was, is this enough to make you go out to the movies if you don't, if you hadn't been going? Mm. And I'm like, that's a different question. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, I'm like, it's it's a great theater, yeah. but if you're not, predisposed to leave your house and feel like you have to see something on a big screen. None of these super swank theaters, I think, are going to do it. Well, I mean, now you have I have a three-and-a-half-year-old.
1: You have older kids. Mm-hmm. You have a 10-year-old. Right. I mean, I'm thinking about it from my son's perspective mm-hmm. on, like, when he starts to go to movies, mm-hmm. and that's up to me as a father, because that's literally what I do for a living is right. I watch movies, and right. that's something that I want to pass on. Who, right. who knows what he'll end up doing, Right. Mm-hmm. but I want to share that exp- That's the reason I run a film festival. I want to bring people to the movie theaters, yeah. but you're absolutely right mm-hmm. It's first and foremost is becoming much less affordable. Yes. Mm-hmm. To go because again it's not just the movie it's
3: ticket. The movies is the popcorn. If you have a family of four, right? You have a family of four. You go to movies. That's sixty dollars just off the nipple, just for the cover of yep, uh, getting in the just movie for the ticket. Now you want popcorn um and, and now you don't have normal just popcorn yeah. you have
0: full on like the last movie i took uh my son to see was we went to go see sherlock gnomes mm-hmm. so sure. the, re- the the yep. the sequel to right. Nomeo and juliet he right. loved right. gnomeo and juliet right. we you know, we went and we went to a place you know i'm like i gotta pick the right theater we right. went to this theater so we sat down and it happened to be one of like the the, the dinner theater type oh, ones okay. that are yep. in here okay. yep. so we went there had pizza, yeah. you know, some french fries, yep. a couple of bottles of water, and yep. the movie. Right,
3: yeah.
0: Sixty dollars. Boom. Easy. Just yeah. two of us. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my gosh. $60. And if that was if
3: that was New York, that would have been a hundred. Yeah. It been $100. Well and theaters
1: are now catching up to the fact that it's more experienced than anything
3: yeah. else.
2: So
1: now they're yeah. recliner seats yeah. with right. the pull back. And I'm like, or well, I might as well be at,
3: in the chair. And then the vibrating. All right. Chair, yeah. I'm like, I might as well be at
1: home yeah. on my couch. Right.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> when I saw it was neat because I did go see um solo, you know, with some of my friends. We did go to the ones that had like the super swank seats with mm. the sound in the seat. Yeah. So yeah. It it was cool to be in the rumble chair, but you're right. A lot of people have rumble chairs at home now.
2: Right, 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 right. You know,
0: so, you know, you do try and uh, change the experience, so it's hard to get you to go, it's better if I see it in a theater. And
3: I I also think there are certain people, like like you were saying with your son, like, I I know um, I go to movies now because, like, I'll go out as well because I remember that was something that we did as a family did with my parents, my dad specifically and so I like like yeah when I went to see Deadpool I didn't need popcorn. I actually had was full but I was maybe 20 minutes in, I was like, I got to go get some popcorn. Right. Just because sure. it's, the, mem- it's the, the, nostalgia. The, the nostalgia of sitting there and, and having, and they even were like, we have healthy butter or you can do the. I was not like, not nah. Not butter. Nah, but this I is why, yeah. I need whatever crap y'all been putting in it to, to <laughs> ruin my life. Put some bacon in that too. Yeah. And in fact, put yeah. half
0: the popcorn in and let me go put the yep, butter in and, in and then put the rest Oh, you on know it. how we do it. Pro tip. <laughs> yeah. Pro tip. Exactly. <laughs> So, Dean, so they can see you in town right now. Yep. But uh, where, um, where are you going to be on the road, or where should we go to? Should we go to your YouTube uh, channel? The- you,
3: can, you can check out my stuff. Like, if you want to see a sneak preview, just Google or YouTube Dean Edwards, and you'll see some funny on there. I'm uh
1: are you hilarious huh? on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Is what I wanna know.
3: I'm I'm kind of funny. You yeah, you know, come on now. I, I got I got some so, uh, I've I've started doing these uh on, on my Instagram is at IamDeanEdwards. and also if you're on Facebook, if you're older and you're on Facebook, my Facebook <laughs> fan page is at IamDeanEdwards. Edwards, Twitter at IamDeanEdwards. Edwards. Um but I've started doing these uh Dean Zell on uh, episodes like weekly where i do like Denzel Washington's take on something going on in the news from from you know Denzel on Kanye West saying flavor he didn't <laughs> exist to uh de- <laughs> de- Denzel on uh on um on the the royal wedding and, and uh, uh the taking a needle that's on the, funny you know.
1: <laughs> that's just funny that's just content
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, good for you Yeah. yeah. you know well, cuz cause, cause i see a lot i know there are a lot of uh you know social media Comics, I guess they call them social mm-hmm. media viral cats that uh, put out videos and, uh, uh, you know, salute to the ones that do it well. Right. You know, right. I, I think uh, that dude, uh, uh, Remy, he's real funny. I think uh, mm-hmm. King Batch is funny. Yeah. Um, uh, friend Lulu Gonzalez out in L.A. Uh, uh, Daphneek Springs, uh, Von Car. You know, they're, they're a bunch of, oh, my man, uh, Tony Baker's hella funny. He okay. does the voiceover ones. But then there are a lot of people that, as a comic... There are a lot of uh, social media uh, comedians that are doing derivative material where they take a bit that they saw a comic do and they just do an right. act out of it. And to me, that's that's sort of cheating. Yes, sure. Because it's been done. But but it, it helps their followers. So who am I? I'm you know I I am one man. These are the opinions of one I am man. Dean Edwards. I am Dean Edwards because that's who I am. Hey, well,
0: well, make sure you check out Dean Wonder Dean Edwards and all things social out yeah. there. You can check us out at B. Our Geek on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. will be there. And, uh, Jayden, again, we can always find all the information on the Twin Cities Film Fest at TwinCitiesFilmFest.org. Yeah. Right? Oh, and you man, know what?
3: Um, and my podcast. I'm bugging. My, my podcast, <laughs> the, the For the Mocking Protocol, uh, on, on SoundCloud and iTunes. We, pretty much another, it's a, it's a pop culture, uh, weekly wrap up but I also the our angle is um that usually we I drop science cuz I have a lot of newer comics always asking me questions and right. and when I was coming up if I saw Chris Rock I couldn't just go and talk to him sure. you know because there was a certain protocol and so that's why it's called the Furthermore protocol because every episode we're sort of dropping science on on the do's and don'ts and what you should or should not do um, as it pertains to not just really comedy but just uh, life as an entertainer and and, um, and how to go about. Uh, pursuing it without stepping on, you know, people's toes and the, the rules of the respectful uh, way. Yeah, in a respectful way.
0: Well, we'll have to link up to all of that as well. Yeah. And Dean, we're gonna. Don't worry. Now that we have your number, we're gonna have you calling in and all the time. Oh, that's what's up. That's perfect. So we need more friends that Looking watch all the movies that we play. But of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to this week's guest geek and thank you to Jayden. I'm Miss Shannon, and thank you to all of you for listening to Be Our Geek.